0: I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from Thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against Thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, for the glory of thy holy name. Amen
1: amen
0: Praise he the lord
1: the lord's name be praised
0: psalm 34 on page 380 i will always give thanks unto the lord his praise shall ever be in my mouth
1: my soul shall make her boast in the lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad
0: O praise the lord with me and let us magnify his name together
1: I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Yea, he delivered me out of all my fear.
0: They had an eye unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed.
1: Lo, the poor crieth, and the Lord heareth him. Yea, and saveth him out of all his troubles.
0: The angel of the Lord tarrieth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them.
1: O taste and see how gracious the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him.
0: O fear the Lord, ye that are his saints, for they that fear him lack nothing.
1: The lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall want no manner of thing that is good.
0: Come, ye children, and hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord.
1: What man is he that lusteth to live, and would fain see good days?
0: Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips that they speak no guile.
1: Eschew evil, and do good. Seek peace, and ensue it.
0: The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers.
1: The countenance of the Lord is against them that do evil, to root out the remembrance of them from the earth.
0: The righteous cry and the Lord heareth them, and delivereth them out of all their troubles.
1: The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a contrite heart, and will save such as be of an humble spirit.
0: Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of all.
1: He keepeth all his bones, so that not one of them is broken.
0: But misfortune shall slay the ungodly, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate.
1: The Lord delivereth the souls of his servants, and all they that put their trust in him shall not be destitute.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of Jeremiah. They say, if a man divorces his wife, and she goes from him and becomes another man's, may he return to her again. Would not that land be greatly polluted? You have played the harlot with many lovers, yet return to me, says the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the desolate heights and see, where have you not lain with men? By the road you have sat for them, like an Arabian in the wilderness. You have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld and there has been no latter rain. You have had a harlot's forehead, you refuse to be ashamed. will, Will you not from this time cry to me, my father, you are the guide of my youth. Will he remain angry forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, you have spoken and done evil things as you were able. The Lord said also to me in the days of Josiah the king, Have you seen what backsliding Israel has done? She has gone up on every high mountain and under every green tree, and there played the harlot. And I said, She had done all these things. Return to me, but she did not return. Her treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw that for all the causes for which backsliding Israel had committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a certificate of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah did not fear, but went and played the harlot also. So it came to pass through her casual harlotry that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and trees. And yet for all this, her treacherous sister Judah has not turned to me with her whole heart, but in pretense, says the Lord. Then the Lord said to me, "'Backsliding Israel has shown herself more righteous than treacherous Judah.'" Here endeth the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here beginneth the 37th verse of the 8th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Much of you convicts me of sin, and if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. Then the Jews answered and said to him, did we not rightly say that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word. He shall never see death. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead and the prophets, and you say, If anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? And the prophets are dead. Why do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him if I say I do not know him I shall be a liar like you but I do know him and keep his word your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad then the Jews said to him you are not 50 yet 50 years old and have you seen Abraham Jesus said to them most assuredly I say to you before Abraham was I am and they took up stones to throw at him but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them and so passed by
0: and sitteth on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins resurrection of the body and a life everlasting amen the lord be with you
1: and with thy spirit
0: let us pray o lord show thy mercy upon us
1: and grant us thy salvation
0: Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy of lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto Thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time and rest in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Beloved, thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um modern commenters have difficulty with both of these passages tonight on the one hand they see this imagery likening Israel and the kingdom of Judah in our Old Testament lesson as problematic that is and this is we should not get sucked into this 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 debate as to whether this is degrading towards women or things of this sort because for me it misses the the point entirely that the real thing we should be focusing on here is not what Israel and Judah are doing we know that they have turned away from God that they have worshiped idols they have at some points engage in human sacrifices and allowing this to happen what the point of this imagery is is it reveals very starkly who god is how god sees his relationship with the people he loves that he views himself as a husband one who will do anything for his bride his people and even if they turn to they do the worst thing that they can do they turn to harlotry they they destroy them the the sanctity of the marriage bed and turn to to prostitution he is still willing to take them back he still wants them to return to him that this is Powerful imagery, yes, but it's powerful because it says who God is, how much he cares for his people and how much he loves them, that even if they turn from him and reject him utterly, they, they make a mockery of his love for them, he still wants them to turn back and he will take them back. He will not reject his people. And this is an important thing to to realize about god how much he he cares and loves for his people and then in in our new testament lesson there's been issues with john's use of the term jews that is somehow blaming the jews here and what the reality is is jesus is here he's being attacked even calling into question the legitimacy of his birth and they are they have planning to stone him they've already sent and tried to get him arrested and now they're they're so mad that they're willing to 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 seek his death and he knows that they're out to seek his death and he's calling them out for it he's saying that you purport to be men of god you purport to be the children of abraham and here i am the son of god himself and you're trying to kill me how can you be anything other than coming from the devil how can you do this thing you're completely and utterly false you've turned away from god and you are in essence following the devil by trying to kill god himself and so it's interesting to to look at these two passages together in that we see how far god is willing to go for us you know when we falter and fail and utterly reject him even to the point of worshiping other gods he will still take us back. He will still take his people back. And that his love is so strong for us that he will send his only begotten son to die on the cross for us. Jesus knows what he must do in order to save us and what he must endure from his, his people. His chosen people here want him dead because he does not conform to their expectations because they're not giving him what he want what they want and they're jealous of what they have but in the end they don't actually have that they've turned themselves over to the devil in this in this instance and it's always something that we have to to guard against is how quickly the devil can corrupt our own wants and desires against us and can turn us to turn against Jesus when it really matters. Just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll call to mind our own prayers and intentions. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors.